Ladies. Gentlemen. Looks like the work of a ghost. Let's start by ruling out ghosts. Back to the Halloween 365 podcast. Where it's horror 24-7 and Halloween 365. That is correct. Oh, fellas, fellas, fellas. It's been a week. It's another week and here we are. It doesn't feel like it, but this is the highlight of every one of my weeks. I wake up on Monday morning just saying, by God, I can't wait until it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> when we end these episodes, I'm ready to start playing in the next. Um, like right out of the gate. We're yeah, yeah. I go on. Forgot what I was gonna say. Forgot what I was gonna say. We got Jerm back, back in the house, rocking the mud oh, yeah. bang. Rocking the mud bang. Jeremy, what's your favorite game song? I'm just curious. I had a Halloween 365 rap going in my head oh, just oh. now. But no, uh, favorite Mudbane song. I don't know. It's uh, it's oh, too too hard to tell. Uh, there's so, the there's so many. I yeah, I would spot. say on the spot, I would say um, All That You Are by Mudbane. Check it out. Oh. All the buzzards. Whatever the oh, is, I'm sure. I- we actually, for everybody listening, and for you guys, I don't know if you two are aware, but we are approaching our 50th episode. We are. This is uh, yeah. episode 41, right? 41 today. Yeah, today's 40. Yeah. 41. Episode 41. That's crazy, yeah. man. That is crazy. Uh, I, this is the countdown to 50, and it's going to be the year that we make the uh, horror the slash Halloween charts by god yeah we're, we're reaching for the list reaching for the gold um boys uh we had a panel uh not a panel but a, a, a questionnaire that went out this week um i don't know do you guys happen to have that on hand it was shared in the uh in the group oh, chat yes yes wait 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 i thought okay no that's fine was it? yeah oh. there was we wanted to discuss this at the top of the show yeah, so I, our Good buddies at uh, Nightmare on Film Street, even though you guys are full of shit if you think that Malignant <laughs> deserves an Oscar. Uh, Don't listen to him. Don't peace and love. Him. Cut no, the cord he, before we plug it in. He wants to be a vessel for love. And <laughs> here we go. So, anyways, they shared... would take to get a jab in there, but... Oh, I'm I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Three minutes. Um, Mark, I've been I'm shadow boxing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, slap boxing. Um, so Nightmare on Film Street shared a post that we thought would have been a good discussion. So much so that we didn't further discussion in our chat. Uh, it is the question is, you got to spend one whole week at one of these spooky locations and there's four to choose from and which one do you choose and why so i want to say that i'm gonna step this up too because it's not just the spooky location you're gonna stay at this location with everything that comes with it got me yeah yeah okay so um i'll give you your options and then i'll pick one of you to start us out here 
The options are the Overlook Hotel, the Evil Dead Cabin, Bates Motel, or the House. Who's ready to go? <laughs> I, I've got mine. I've already. I've. I've been thinking about mine all week, all week long. Okay. Okay. What do you got? Um, if I had to stay at one place, it would be the Poltergeist House. Um, here's why, and hear me out. It's nobody died in that movie, right? That's my best chance for survival. I, yeah, I, mean, I guess I can, so. I, all I really got to do is just leave the house, you know, outside in the backyard, anything. And I'm a little bit safer than I was before. If I go to any of these other places, I'm I'm bound to get killed in some shape, form, or fashion. So Poltergeist, okay. and it's a nice house. Come on. That's the one <laughs> it's in I the thought. suburbs. They're breaking ground. <laughs> they're really nice. they're they making are. new real estate. <laughs> they really are. But you know what? You forgot to dig up the grave. You moved <laughs> the headstones, but you didn't move the body. Yeah, yeah. well, there you go. They really house. needed they needed a kill in that movie. I mean, we get they we did. get some gore. We you know the the face peel and there's some really. Cool I know, but they settled for a kill outside of the movie instead of in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's no. Uh, <laughs> wait, I thought you were talking about the grandma. Wait, what are we talking? About? I was talking about the little girl that died. Didn't she die? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dark already. I'll tell you what. I miss being here, boys. <laughs> Listen, fellas, I'm sorry. I saw the article the other day. Anyways, um, Jeremy, <laughs> save me. What's your choice? It's definitely not the Evil Dead cabin. I think that is a for sure all of us are saying mm. a big F you to that one. Fuck that noise. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, up until Chad's decision, I thought I had my decision, but he's got a point. It's like nobody died there. But it, at the same time, you never get sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you do. That's you a, just, you it's like staying at the exorcist house. You're never getting sleep. Yeah, you just there hear a bitch up there. Ah, ah, ah. Like, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> Every time I've got to take a piss or something, I hear it and they're going, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole house is quiet oh, and I'm man. taking a piss and I hear, ah. And you get pee shot. <laughs> Shut up already. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan, did you do that? And she goes, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no. yeah, no Evil Dead, Poltergeist. Okay. I'm teetering on right now. Um, if you wanted some action, I would say go to uh, the Stanley Hotel. What is it called? It was that. Oh, the what Overlook. It was the Overlook. Yeah, the Overlook. Is the actual Overlook. name of the hotel that's based. Yeah, on. the Overlook. Yeah, so go there. I mean, I feel like that wouldn't be so bad because you got so many rooms you could stay in. No, there's no way in hell you're always going to see something, right? But when I finally You wouldn't it, fucking survive the Overlook no, because no. as soon as you followed down Danny's footsteps and saw the old lady in the bathtub, it would be over for you. Terrified of old ladies to people that don't know. <laughs> that um, one specifically. The uh-huh. That's who done it. That's, that's who fucking take the cake that, with it all. But I was like, Where's Chad this? wouldn't want to stay in the, the pet cemetery houses where Chad wouldn't want to be. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. She'd be upstairs. Dude, Zelda's scary, um, man. Like, I think Zelda's the scariest. <laughs> she scares me more than Reagan. Like, ugh. 
You've seen her, right? Listen, that scene, that scene, she's sitting there. I mean, she was tortured. That was rough. So, yeah, I can agree. That was fucked up. She's unbound, too. Like, unlike Reagan, you know, she's at least tied down. Zelda's like, now let me get my little fucking hands on you. I don't think it mattered that Reagan was tied down. No. She was throwing dressers across the room and shit. Fucking mattered to me. I didn't. She scared the shit out of me. <laughs> That's a vulgar display of power, Karis. <laughs> Jesus, that movie. Uh, let me put a little hole real quick in your thing, Chad. So this and this is what's going to put a hole in it. Um, my answer is the Bates Motel. I knew it. But I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Not I'm gonna get it. I'm a huge fan, but he mainly comes at women. He only kills the men when they catching him and something. I'm only there for a fucking you know, night, and I'm out. I'm out. No, 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 no. The rules are a week. Okay, yeah. Pack your bags. You're going yeah. to the Bates Motel. I'll, I'll get looked at maybe through the wall, but if as long as I stay <laughs> stick stick to my own business and no women show up. I'm fine. What if, what if he pulled the reverse on you and dressed up as his mom and was waving you toward the window like a woman trying to flirt with you? Because nah, I know I've seen the silhouette no, of no, no, woman. No, <laughs> no here's, you don't know. You have no prior. <laughs> I don't think that you know what's in the Bates Motel. You know what I mean? That would be unfair. Why would we go into it knowing what's going to happen? Well, no, I ain't saying that, but you know me, my fear of old women. Regardless, I say that's spooky as fuck. I'm going to wait down here and talk to Norman first. Well, you don't know. She could be just, you know, a voluptuous you know lady. I just realized I fucked up because with those <laughs> words I said, I'm going to wait and talk to Norman first about the old lady. Yeah, well, That would have fucked me right then and there. You're done. You're done. So, so far, Bates Motel. That's just the safest house. I'm just saying. I... I Okay, so Poltergeist for Jeremy, I mean, Dooley, uh, and then for Jeremy, it is the Bates Motel. So, I think the Poltergeist house probably is the safest, but it is not going to be my choice. I actually narrowed it down to the two that I feel like that I could survive. I don't like... uh, shit floating and levitating so even though that i would survive the poltergeist house i'm not trying to deal with that shit. you just don't want to listen no. come out of nowhere and... <laughs> yeah i mean for a that week happened. too think you could dodge that shit for a week it would be tough you'd be out of your mind you'd go you'd be gray-haired. yeah for shit you wouldn't survive evil dead for a week you'd be done you'd be dead by dawn yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't make it the week. Uh, Dead by daylight. <laughs> so, uh, I'm my two options that I am. I'm going to say the Overlook, but Bates Motel was a close second for me. I feel so like that I could survive at, the though, Overlook. Well, I'm assuming that I get the room that they got, right? Did we get the pick? I don't know. I mean, I you assume the you got the whole hotel to yourself. Exactly. Right, so I you, feel like if they'd put me anywhere. in the little apartment, right? I think I would sleep in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> That's safe. I don't know. Go to, go to room 237. There's nothing bad there. I, if I was just a pick, if it wasn't like I had a room that I was assigned to, then I would probably sleep down where Jack's 
typing and I'd be in front of the fireplace, I would just get like a sleeping uh -huh. bag and stay right there with that bastard lit the whole time. Did you see Dr. Sleep? Yes. Shit goes sour <laughs> in that room. Okay. Yeah, like, no. Oh, I wasn't no, no. I wasn't worried about Dr. Sleep. They didn't really put their hands... I mean, they, they grabbed Danny, but the, it wasn't really like they, that. Or was it Jack? Did the bear-faced dude return? The bear costume? Yes, yes, they the bear-faced dude does return in uh, Dr. Sleep. I forget that you still haven't seen Dr. Sleep, Jerry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't no, I don't even care at this point. It's That's my fault, so spoilers are spoilers. No, the bear dude's in it. They, it's a weird. It's it's just as weird as his introduction in the first movie. I got some mouth from a bear. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that I could. I mean, uh, I see the Bates Motel as being a, a viable option. Like Jeremy said, I think that I could probably survive him. Uh, I don't know if we're talking about Psycho One or Two. If it's Part Two and he's rehabilitated, he doesn't really care for dudes. You know, because that one, that one fucker that he fired from being his manager. Mm. He was pretty pissed about dudes at that point. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Overlook. I feel like that that's a safe choice. Overlook. Okay. So we got Poultry. I think I can outrun. Yeah. I think I could outrun Jack with the axe. But the problem is, with yours, you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. Mm, I love yeah. the snow. Man, uh, you, you're not going to love it when you're waist deep, frozen with a pretty nah, smile. I got the snow cat. I'm going to ride snow that snow cat. <laughs> you know what? All else fails, I'll hop on the fucking snow cat, and I'll just ride it around in circles around the damn mansion. Or just you could just run in the Jack snow. over. I mean, that's the easiest part. He ain't uh, catching the snow cat. So, so, I guess, yeah, Dooley has a point there. You're, you are kind of in a, oh, fuck. Yeah, so, I've been to Montana. It's sketch. Yeah, he's in a <laughs> no, wait, he's in Colorado. Is it? Is it Colorado? Yeah, oh, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's no better. Yeah, no, yeah. There's no yeah, service so up there. Chad would be in a suburb. I'm an old highway just off of the one that's currently running. So we're in safer zones. But does that mean that I get the cook to help me out? What he much help act. was he? He took a hit. He took a hit so they could survive. If I've got uh, one whoa, life, whoa, I'm whoa, I want whoa, him to guard whoa. me. <laughs> now, no, wait a minute. He didn't take that hit so they could survive. He kind of oh, fucking took that Come on. Hit. He knew what was going to happen when he went. He did Bullshit. all that, took all that time just so he could get up there and die. What's up, Doc? And I'm right saying it right now. No. The the chef had the most kick-ass velvet painting I've ever seen hanging up inside of a room, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. That was the most. Yeah, I that want was, that yeah. hanging up. That was badass. I, can I didn't know it was going. velvet. Yeah, it's velvet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a velvet. velvet. Yeah. It's such a weird scene. To That's why it looks so fucking slick, dude. That's yeah. why it looks so good. That's a cool painting. If anybody hasn't seen it, go check that scene out. If anybody doesn't know, or check about, the painting but... out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the painting. I, I, so it's cool. I, I think it's safe to say that we would all have our shortcomings, but I, I, I do think that the person that would die out of the three of us in that scenario would be you, man. Like Justin, I think it's you. I don't know. Yeah. You, you don't. 
and I don't necessarily think it would be anything supernatural that got you. I think you'd just get killed by the elements trying to get out no, of the damn here, Here's the thing. If I've got to survive a week, all of it didn't just shit on me at once, right? You see yeah, what I'm true. saying? Yeah. Just like for, okay, just as an example, Poltergeist, Dooley's going to be there one night, peaceful. The next night, the kitchen chairs are going to get stacked, and then it's going to start progressing from there. So he's kind of got a, a long haul. He could probably make it a week. Shit doesn't get too hairy until the week's about over. That last Jeremy, night's gonna be rough. Clown. Yeah, the last yeah. night is gonna, especially if you get, especially if you get sucked in and then shit out of psychic's ass. I, I mean, Here think about I it. He might, might not be able to sleep. <laughs> yeah, like uh, a sleep Jeremy, from all the action. Jeremy's gonna be there, right? And he said, yes, he'll be safe because he's a dude. But you've also got to think that dude is paranoid bad paranoid so if jeremy's staying longer than a couple days he's gonna really be watching jeremy and if jeremy's moving around the hotel trying not to be suspicious he's gonna look suspicious and old dude's gonna be like wait a fucking second wait a fucking second something's going on he's trying to find bodies or something fair point i on the other hand it took jack a long time months even before he started going crazy i think i can do it okay I believe in you. And I, I'm glad that you believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if even if the last night of the week, like day seven, even if that is where everything bad in the house piles on you at once, I still think that I can survive a full twenty four hours uh, with all the shit going down. Okay. And, and plus, I'm not going to be swinging a bat like fucking Shelly Duvall. She didn't know what the hell she. Was. That, that's she true. looked like she was at a at a t ball game. Yeah. Yeah, and her knife skills were <laughs> atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> Good the... point. Good now, there's point. only one thing that I wouldn't be able to do better than Shelly Duvall, and that's keep the ashes on the end of that fucking cigarette that she smokes. Because <laughs> that kind of a bitch looked like a wand Dude. by the time she was done talking to the social worker. You work with Stanley Kubrick, that man's going to make you smoke. He believes yeah. in doing takes. I don't remember her smoking like that in Urban Commando. <laughs> So this will put a little, a quick little dent in what you just said about you surviving. So if you were there, what if you did get ran, ran into the the maze at one point when it's snowing? Like Chad said, the elements. That's it. I'm not worried about the uh, the maze. The only thing that I would be truly worried about is if I ended up like Jack. What if it started getting to me mentally? Because it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm Danny in this situation. I could be Jack, and everything could start fucking with me. I I could end up psycho and end up being the the caretaker. That's the biggest threat, I feel like. Jack's one thing. I can hear him coming in the snow. I can hear him coming in the house. He's screaming the whole time. Like, he's telling you where he's at. So yeah, I think I could definitely survive that part. Oh, uh, Here he comes. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, he's oh, fuck, here's Jack. I'm going to go around the corner. <laughs> but you it's, exhausting. it's like a 24-hour game of hide-and-seek as long as I don't go crazy. Yeah. I've got a lot of space to hide in too. Like, and I'm crafty. I'll hide behind towels. <laughs> I'll, do... um, I'll trip him. I'll stretch saran wrap through the doorway and stuff. Like, I'm a home alone. His ass. Don't think I'm just gonna go. <laughs> you, you heard it here first on the Halloween three six five podcast. Somebody out there make this movie happen because I will. <laughs> I will watch the shit out of that. Bring Jack um, back. It's the only way I want old Jack. 
Yeah, no, completely dementia out Jack. Like old no Lakers watching, sweatpants yeah. wearing. I want the departed Jack is what I want. Yeah, dick and everything. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> bring it all on. Yeah. That's the Jack we want. That's the second um, time he showed that in the movie. He showed it on uh, the Adam Sandler movie too, didn't he? I don't remember. Probably I, the, the, the whopper with cheese or whatever they called it. <laughs> the Departed was just the deal, though. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't I think so. Uh, let's I hope. Anyways, it's been a long Chad, time. Anyways, yeah. Heard so, through the grapevine that you watched a classic movie and you have something to say. I did. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for the first time in my life, I actually sat down and watched Silver Bullet. Steven Which, Spencer. by the way, this movie is a staple between Jeremy and I. So this, your conversation is gonna. So well, first I need to ask you, what makes this movie a staple for you two? I am gonna flat out be a hundred percent honest and tell you, okay. AMC Horror Fest made it a classic for me. Every year that Horror Fest was on and Halloween, October kicked off, I knew. For a damn well fact that I was going to get to watch Thinner and I was going to get to watch Silver Bullet. And those movies feel like Halloween Horror Fest to me. Okay. Pretty much the same. Uh, Watching AMC and then I said, holy shit, Corey Haim and Gary Busey in a movie together? I'm watching it. (laughs) So that solidified it. And a one-eyed priest? (laughs) Whoa, what? Hold on. (laughs) So... So here's the thing, man. I watched this movie for the first time, and uh, I went into it with the expectations of purely just enjoying it. Like I was like, I'm gonna enjoy this movie. I'm gonna take it for you know what it is. It's old. Came out in the '80s. Takes place in the '70s. It's gonna be a little campy. And I'm I like like Justin said, I'm the king of camp. I love campy movies. I love cheese. Um, but. This movie had some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. And I don't know if this was intentional um, or, or what it is, but it's the scene where they're going into the fog. And uh, one of the characters says something around the lines of, are you going to make lemonade in your pants? <laughs> so, instantly, I just want to tune the fuck out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. And then he's like, I'm not scared. And then they push on. They push on. Mm. And then they get slaughtered. Of course they get slaughtered. That scene alone almost made me tune out. I didn't. I kept going. I powered through. Called the ending a mile away. I knew it was going to be the priest. Like, I mean, come on. Um, And I got to hand it to them. Next to uh, American Werewolf in London, uh, the nightmare scene. (laughs) With the priest is really cool. Probably <laughs> it's cool, yeah. right? Awesome it's right fun. up there. It's up there with the uh the Nazi werewolves. Yeah, it's... it's up there with the Nazi werewolves. I was like, okay, this is badass. Like this is brutal. Um, and honestly, it, it, it for a split second, I took myself out and I was like, okay, if this was me in this priest scenario, I'd be shitting myself. Like because I werewolves freak me out. It's it's a phobia. I know it's an unrealistic phobia, but um, they freak me out. And the last thing I'm going to say about this movie, um, Gary Busey is a horrible (laughs) uncle. 
He's the worst uncle in the world, but my God, he's one of the coolest, isn't he? Like, everybody wants an Uncle Busey. <laughs> I, I mean, I cherish old Nick Nolte. I mean, Gary Busey. Everybody uh, wants an Uncle Busey, and they all want a silver bullet. And Who else is going to give... Who else is going to give a basically a three-wheeled motorcycle to a crippled kid i mean the, the same except... guy who probably injured himself on a three-wheeled motorcycle gary fucking Busey. because i'm pretty sure all that brain injury came from that drunk uncle gary <laughs> what he did oh, man he was drunk he's drunk throughout that whole movie <laughs> i thought whenever you said that there was cringy acting i thought that the scene that you were going to point out is when at the very beginning whenever they got that snake and they make her fall in the mud and she goes oh no, it wasn't you that. You booger! Yeah, you booger! <laughs> so wait, in the defense, in the defense of the lemonade in your pants and the yeah. you booger, in the defense of that, yeah. is it possible? And I tried to fact check, but I couldn't find it quickly. Uh, that this was a straight to TV movie, like many of Stephen King's movies were, like it. I feel like it may have been. It, it seems like it it would have been, but um. The practical effects tell me otherwise, because they. Well, I don't know. It was it was good. Yeah, it did have pretty good practical effects. I mean, actually, now that I and Pet, Pet Cemetery was TV. Yeah, you know, I don't know. They put more know. effort into TV back then. Dude. They did. They they did. They put a lot <laughs> more effort into it. Um, maybe, could have been. Um, I, I'll say this though, for all the campiness, for all the weirdness, I actually like the movie. I, oh. I, would honestly, I would probably put it up there with, uh, I'd put it in my top five werewolf movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That says, I, I knew it would be in mine, but it, I didn't, with the way you're acting. It makes, was... it makes my list of top werewolf movies. And I don't know, I thought the werewolf wasn't that badly done. I did think it was kind of funny whenever he grabbed the bat and snapped that bastard in half. Yeah. So, that's the part that got me. That's the one part that made me go Meh, about the movie. Not I can get over the acting, but the werewolf itself, I didn't necessarily like how it looked. Mm. Um, I, I've always been more of a fan of the American Werewolf, or what's the uh, other movie, Bad Moon? Is that what it's called? Or I think it's called Bad Moon. Um, mm, I'm, the, not the, sure. the I'm not sure. Lots of teeth. Like lots of teeth. Um, this this werewolf looked very well groomed, for some. The fog mesh, uh, the fog scene was cool, where everybody was getting picked off in the fog. That scene was cool, uh, minus the lemonade in the pants. But yeah, that scene was cool, minus the lemonade joke. Um, but at first, it was kind of very disorienting. It was mm -hmm. like somebody called Steven Spielberg to come spray some fog, and then he got carried away and fell asleep on the machine and just sprayed his. Like <laughs> it's like ugh, but it. Good movie, good movie, and I gotta hand it to Corey, the only person that I'm aware of that's been in both uh, werewolf and vampire movies at that young age. So mm -hmm. good for you. Yeah, him. yeah. Because the other Corey did uh, vampire, and then he was in um, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. 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 He didn't get too mystical after that. He was in uh, the Burbs too, wasn't he? He no. was in the Burbs. Uh, he was in. The he Burbs. was okay. Yeah. He's in a yeah, Tales from okay. the Crypt thing too about vampires. Yes, 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 he was. 
and he's the well one of my favorite turtles so there you go <laughs> okay so that took a turn i didn't think it was gonna go there yeah, yeah. well on that note we've covered a lot of ground now it's time for uh the thing that most people probably came to listen to hopefully it was just us but if you just come for the subject that's fine too uh this week's subject are horror films inspired by serial killers now we have to be very specific because as jeremy pointed out based on is completely different we don't want to talk about a shock doc of jeffrey dahmer or my friend dahmer any of those movies which they were good if you guys like uh that kind of stuff definitely check those out those are cool gives you an idea of how fucked up he was in the head um but we are going to go more along the lines of the serial killer villains. I mean, the horror movie villains out there that we all like so much in the horror community. Who inspired them? And we've got a few that we're going to go through that are unexpected and going to get some good reactions uh, from my cohorts here. But I think Jeremy is wanting to talk about the... Uh, king of having movies inspired by him first oh yeah somebody i won't say my favorite because i don't have a favorite uh serial killer person to anybody listening by the way if you say oh my favorite serial killer that's where you're wrong no you could say most interesting which is... i love that he slaughtered 16 exactly there's no favorite people most interesting is different because it's interesting to find out what is wrong with these people with that being said we get movies from these and two movies that i really like well one of them uh, i just think the killer's cool which is this guy leatherface and one of my all-time favorites norman bates both inspired by mr ed Gein himself um, Mr. Ed Gein, he would dig up bodies from cemeteries and he would make furniture out of them, even being at one point another person that was inspired by him, uh, Buffalo Bill from, what is it called? Silence of the Lambs, there we go, sorry. Uh, but so what I'm getting there is he even wore women's clothing and stuff. So, Buffalo Bill wanting to wear their skin, they, there's rumor that he'd done that. Uh, he was uh, allegedly a cannibal, and while that may have been so, it has never been fully confirmed. Uh, however, the man did make, the, and, and this one blows my mind, this ties into Norman Bates um, with the taxidermy thing, and making furniture from human skin. He made a lamp out of human skin. I don't know if that's, I mean, it's a hell, hell of creative, but at the same time, I mean, for real, it's like, holy shit, I don't know whether to be like, Kids oh, got that's, skills. yeah, like, or you're fucked up. And then he rumored and I had it pulled up and for some reason my dumbass clicked off of it, but I'm pretty sure that he also had his dead mother in the house with him. Oh, he um, made a nipple belt. Yeah, nipple belt. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he's, I mean, the dude was, he was messed up, so. The suspected the purpose was that he wanted to look and dress up like his mother, be his mother. He wanted very Norman Bates. Uh, yeah. She was a tanned her hide and oh, wore geez. it. <laughs> he did. 
Yeah, he did. That, that, yeah, which comes with Leatherface. Um, but she, she, she was. It sounded like she was a cruel woman growing up, which also ties back into Norman Bates at the same time. You know, she kept him isolated. She was an extremely Christian woman. Uh, he was so devastated by her death, uh, so bad that he did, like you said, created a suit made of woman skin to wear so he could embody his mother. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and here it is. He did steal and preserve her corpse. So he went back, dug up old mummy dearest and preserved her corpse in his house. This dude is a nut job people. If you don't know about him, and you're just now realizing, Hey, Leatherface, Norman Bates, Buffalo Bill. And there's plenty more out there. Look into this dude. It's a trip. Hmm. Leatherface. I could see, uh, I mean, and, it, they took different aspects of uh, Ed Gein and used it to make two completely different movies. Like Psycho, they took his obsessiveness with his mother uh, and then, you know, the dressing up as the lady and stuff. I mean, I don't think... Maybe Ed did think that... Like, talk to himself like it was his mom and give himself advice. You know what I mean? Maybe he did do that. Who knows? We don't know what the hell he did in there. We know that he had one slip up and he couldn't wait to kill somebody and he killed uh, the woman in the hardware store and dragged her out of the hardware store and they tracked it back to him. Uh, like you said, they don't know if he's a cannibal. Don't have any proof that he was eating anything, but he did have meat like packed away in the freezer and shit. Meat and then gloves made out of human skin. Mm -hmm. Articles of clothing. So, I mean, yeah, he was... So while he, we're getting was... deeper into this... Go ahead. Sorry, Chad. No, I was just gonna say he was he was munching. You know he was munching. I think he was. He didn't have any money. What was he doing? He ran the farm, but they didn't really. I mean, so my question to you guys before we dive deeper into these, uh, and I'm really curious about what Chad's gonna say too. Is do you think that we would have the movies we have today if none of these serial killers didn't exist? Obviously, they wouldn't be the exact same movie, but do you think that somebody would have thought it up if there weren't people like this in the world? If there wasn't a murder hotel that used to be in New York where H.H. H. Holmes did his shit, if there wasn't a John Wayne Gacy or Ed Gein? Or... That's a oh, tough one. That's, that's a hard one because it's like, uh, I feel like, people have become desensitized to things because of situations like this going on in the world. And if, I mean, look at the world before that, right? The idea of horror was something like Frankenstein or the Wolfman or the mummy or the creature from the black lagoon, anything like that. But, you know, when psycho came out, right? Like when psycho came out, changed the game. That was it. It changed mm -hmm. everything that we knew about horror and why? Because no one really truly knew what horror was until the media covered this story. Oh, it set the bar for mm -hmm. all yeah. following horror movies, for sure. So it brought in the realism of the horror. It did. It did. It, it, it brought in, oh shit, this could happen to me. Yeah, it took away the monsters. It took away the stuff that you could not ever really see in your life. And it brought the real life, this dude is just a normal human fucking being and he's gonna, you know, he's watching yeah. me shower and he's stabbing me and 
So yeah, I, I don't think that movies... We wouldn't have had Friday the 13th. We would have never have had Texas Chainsaw. Um, we may have... There is one movie we may have had in The Town That Dreaded Sundown. That may, may have come along because that was also based on a true story. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we would have had anything. I think it would have stayed very monster, like very universal mm -hmm. monsters, the mummy, all that, Invisible Man. Yeah. I think it would have stayed in that realm. But even then, and I'll let you tell us what movie it was, but even then, out of those monsters, there was still one monster inspired by a real person. Yeah, there is somebody that made this list that we were completely oblivious to that is inspired off of a real-life serial killer. Uh, and that is Dracula. Oh, yeah. Everything. Actually, if you want to get down to the brass tacks of it, all the vampire movies that you watch is derivative of one serial killer. Yes, it was not considered serial killing, I suppose, but, I mean, for all intents and purposes, the definition of it, he fits the bill, guys. Uh, Vlad inspired Dracula, inspired every other movie except for Twilight. My God. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was a sicko's wet dream. Sorry. He was uh, a really significant ruler and then was assassinated but the man was crazy uh because he was playing off of fear and then he flat out murdered people uh, even people that would run away from his castle he would have them chased down and have them impaled so that he could have a forest is what some of people said whenever they approached the castle after it was finally done a forest of bodies on pikes uh leading up to the castle uh, so much so that there are journals where people complained about the flies, too many flies being like in their face and stuff while they're walking up to the castle gates because of so many bodies and stuff. That's just you know the flies are swarming the birds and stuff. Ugh. So his only difference is that he did that shit in public. Oh yeah, no, the smell is something that they said that you could smell before you even saw. Like, way off before you even got near all the bodies. Vlad was, he was fucked up. Fucked up. I mean, he, he was, it was he though? How many other people did the same kind of shit? Like, uh, the Vikings are serial killers in their own right. I mean, Genghis Khan. Bullet. Genghis Khan, for damn sure. The only difference is these guys did the shit in public and then looked at you and laughed. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not... They weren't trying to hide it in any way. Um, but, yeah, Dracula. He made our list of people who inspired... I would put him up there with Ed Gein if you want to talk about numerous movies that were inspired by a single person. Hate to get technical, everybody out there, but in my opinion, here on the H365 podcast... He's a serial killer. Yeah. And he's one of the top. One of the top. I mean, I don't think H.H. H. Holmes has really had any movies made or inspired by him, has he? I mean, a couple, but nothing big. Not that I can think of, no. 
Uh, I mean, what they did the American Horror Story that was supposed to be based off of his hotel, wasn't it? Was it? H. Uh, H. Maybe Holmes. it was. I, I have no idea. What the asylum one? Or no, hotel? the hotel. Oh, the hotel. Or, oh, hotel. Oh, I guess. I was thinking murder house, but yeah. Yeah, because I thought that uh, what's his face, uh, Evan Peters. I thought he played H. H. Holmes. I thought that's who he was supposed to be, mm. with the mustache. And anyways, off topic. Um, so yeah. Vlad, I honestly would put him at the top of the list with Ed Gein. So I guess we're working our way backwards. We're not going to give you guys all of these. I interrupted you again. <laughs> oh, no, I was just saying kind of. I was like, yeah, we, it seems like we are going backwards. Yeah, a little bit backwards, but that's that's fine. That's good. Because I've got another one to rock your socks off here, boys. That's earlier, but I don't think that Chad did. Now, this one is kind of controversial. And any horror fans out there that are listening, true horror fans, are probably going to have something to say about this. I'm not going to lean either way. I No, I take that back. I'm going to lean... A specific way. Sorry. Uh, so the movie It. The movie It. A lot of people think that it was inspired by John Wayne Gacy. Mm -hmm. Now, the novel It came out in 1986, right? Gacy, when was he doing his murdering? Well, they, they captured it. It was sentenced. So he done it in the seventies. I mean, so I mean, come on, that's Stephen King's full shit. Ronald McDonald, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always thought he said it was a mix of Ronald McDonald and Bozo. Though those were the two that I always heard. Mm -hmm. um, Bozo, yeah, I can totally it, see. Didn't Bozo inspire Gase? I don't know. Let's ask David Arquette. That needs to be a segment in the show. Because <laughs> he's bringing Let's Bozo back. David Arquette. Um, no, okay, so I don't think it did inspire Gase. Mm. I think he was just a clown. Maybe. Um, Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm standing by that it's John Wayne Gacy. It just seems... I mean, the children thing, too. Come on. I always thought it was John Wayne Gacy. I never thought anything other than that, other than maybe Bozo, because Bozo's fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It... it blows my mind that any child could find any joy out of that thing staring at them mm. but you know <laughs> gacy's uh name was pogo bozo pogo it's similar right? oh, yeah yeah it's real similar um i think honestly that it's weird that there was a point in time when clowns were not considered creepy because something had to happen to a point where they started being like people were afraid of them and i think that there's a few contributors, one of them being Sir Gacy. <laughs> Sir Gacy, like I'm making him a king or something. He just knighted that son of a bitch. Yeah, we're not knighting him. Uh, anyways. <laughs> no, no. Uh, John Wayne Gacy. Uh, once again, we are not a true crime podcast, but I'm going to give you a brief overview of Mr. Gacy and why I think that it makes sense. So try to connect the dots in your head as I'm going over this for anybody that does not think that it is inspired by John Wayne Gacy. Um, obviously an American serial killer slash sex offender who assaulted and murdered at least 33 <laughs> young men and boys. Why is everybody laughing? It's the way you do. <laughs> the slash? Slash sex offender. Come I'm, down. I'm, 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 I'm slashing prices, by God. I'm slashing prices. Oh, God. Oh, 
man. Our next he, I guess I don't need to be so cheerful with that. Um, he murdered at least, and this is the ones that they could find and identify, but they claim to be more, 33 young men and boys. Uh, Gacy regularly performed at a children's hospital and charitable events as, like Jeremy said, Pogo the Clown uh, or Patches the Clown. He went by two different names. Uh, they're both personas that he had devised in his own head, uh, according to the reports. I guess he never said anything about it being uh, inspired by anything. Um, but he became known as the Killer Clown due to his public services as a clown prior to the uh, discovery of the crimes and the bodies and so on and so forth. But according to Gacy, he committed all of his murders inside of his ranch house uh, in Chicago, Illinois. He would lure the victim into his home, dupe them into donning handcuffs, and then the pretext of demonstrating a magic... Oh, so he would be like, here's a magic trick, let me put these handcuffs on you. And then he would R-word and torture his captives uh, before killing them of asphyxiation, strangulation, or uh, using the uh, groat wire is what he preferred to do. Mm. Fucked up. That razor wire shit? Now, Gacy, you know, like uh, having the wire and, yeah. Well, Sorry, Gacy Chad, I didn't mean to cut that, you off. No, you're okay, man. I, I, there's a little bit of a delay in the audio. Uh, wasn't Gacy the one who... Um, sorry, my cat is, like, fucking eating my lights. Um, <laughs> wasn't Gacy the one who, like, buried the, or, like, held the kids captive in his floorboards? Uh, well, that's where he him. buried them. Yeah. I'm so sorry. He, <laughs> and She's this... So they... Uh, it's a kitty cat. She's uh, eating so, my lights. No, Gacy... <laughs> was actually they had a chance to put the man away and to look deeper into shit because Gacy was convicted of sodomy of a teenage boy in Iowa in 1968 and was sentenced to 10 years of imprisonment but he only served 18 months and then he murdered his first victims in 1972 after he was released uh, and he had murdered twice more by the end of 1975 and at least 30 of them uh, by the time of his arrest on, well, 30 that they can find and identify uh, by his arrest on December 21st of 1978. What the fuck? Why? 10-year time span, man went to jail, 18 months, came out, killed two people. Next year, he killed two more, and then after that, he's like, fuck it. Let's go for the big shebang, and let's do 30. Well, he That's thought he thing. was getting away with it. He thought he mm -hmm. could do it. Give him an inch, yeah. take a mile. You know. And it's an itch that they have. Yep. Sentenced to death. Lethal injection. There are... 94? Uh, yeah. Yep. You are wow. correct. There's a lot to go into it. He didn't do much. Obviously, we knew that he did the clown thing. Um... He did get arrested for assaulting a man named Donald Voorhees, which is kind of like That's a lie. Voorhees. Uh, no, I, Voorhees is the guy that he got in trouble for, and the the young boy that he got in trouble for and got eighteen months in prison for. Um, but his name's Voorhees, which is just weird because we're talking about serial killers. But yeah, KFC manager, also the killer clown. 
you don't know the people that you're talking to out there, everybody. You don't know. And they could be the next horror movie that you watch on TV and you wouldn't have a clue. You could literally be a cameo in a movie without being a cameo in the movie. You know what I mean? I'm never going to look at a, a, a two-piece engraved again. <laughs> so, thanks for that. You can't beat a two-piece engraved. Uh, he was too drunk to taste that chick. No. No. But, no. Onward. Um, onward, anyways. So, this last one that I have... I wanted to dive a little bit deeper. This is one that Chad did not know. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> too drunk to taste that chicken. Oh, mm. no. Mm. no, that's not a question to ask. Never mind. I was going to. Let's just you move on. He, <laughs> you think he brought leftovers home? No. Oh. For his roommates? Is that what you're saying? Jesus. Yes. Yes. Oh. I mean, do you think that they at least got a two-piece in a grave? Oh, God, they did get a grave. No. Oh, no. Stop. Uh, Turn it off. It, uh, We're uh, Moving on to the next topic. The movie Misery that came out in 1980. Yes, Misery was based off of a real-life serial killer. You thought John Wayne Gacy was messed up. Well, this lady gives John Wayne Gacy a run for his money. If anybody hasn't seen it, the Stephen King classic, Misery... Uh, follows Miss Annie Wilkes and her obsession with her favorite author and her abduction slash torture slash everything else of the man to keep him stayed at her house is based on the real life nurse Janine Jones. Huh. Chad, do you know who Miss Janine Jones I, I is? Can't say I do, but the name sounds horrible. Well, her axe <laughs> will ring a. What she did will ring a bell in your head. Oh, Janine Jones no, 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 no. No, is the famous American serial killer responsible for the deaths of up to 60 infants and children in her care as a licensed vocational nurse where she would lethally inject every single one of them while they were in her care. She did this during the 1970s, the 1980s, yeah, she had a she had a run. Wow. She was uh, inducing medical crisis in her patients. Actually, now that you mention it, it kind of does ring a bell, mm, ever so slightly. The exact number of victims are unknown. Uh, they That's only the can put sixty because of the stuff that she was assigned to, but there were, she admitted that it was a lot more than that. She didn't give a number. How did they catch her? Because this is what I'm curious about is how, what, what got her busted? She did this for a long time, obviously. Yeah. She. Hmm. I'm anticipating. <laughs> I'm freaked out. Sorry. No. It's, uh, so she had moved around and she had moved around from hospital to hospital. Uh, and it was 60 miles Northwest of San Antonio is where she was charged with poisoning six children. The doctor in the office discovered two puncture marks in a bottle, uh, in drug storage, 
where only she and Jones, so the the lady, uh, the doctor and the uh, woman Jones had access to. Contents of, of the apparently full bottle were later found to be heavily diluted with water, where it was estimated that only 20% of the vial's contents uh, were what the drug was supposed to be. It was powerful, short-acting paralytic that caused temporary paralysis of all skeletal muscles as well as those that control breathing. The drug is used as a part of general anesthesia, but she was using it in heavy doses. A patient cannot breathe while under the influence of anesthesia, as you guys know, you get hooked up to air. So she was basically putting them in a coma. Uh, to where they couldn't move anything. Uh, in small children, cardiac arrest is what is the result of this, of the uh, due to the deoxin deoxinization uh, of the brain so, and uh, lack of respiration because you know they can't do anything on their own. They, children, it looks real grim whenever stuff happens. Uh, Jones claimed that she was just trying to stimulate the creation of a pediatric intensive care unit in this hospital in Carryville. Liar. She was uh, arrested in 1985 and was sentenced to 99 years in prison for killing a 15-month-old uh, child with the exact same injection. Later that year, she was sentenced to a concurrent term of 60 years in prison for nearly killing uh, a man named Ronaldo Santos, which she did the exact same thing. Um, she had several. And we're talking the ages of 11. We're talking a year old. We're talking three years old. And it wasn't just children and babies. She, uh, at one point, had hinted toward the fact that she randomly would walk around and do this to random people that were in the care unit to try to put them in intensive care unit so that they could bolster their intensive care unit. God damn. This is fucked up. Like, I'm she did it for a while, boys. Yeah. Makes and in sense. different hospitals. She was doing this in different hospitals. hospitals. Like, this, this doesn't help my phobia at all. Uh, they could kill you if they wanted to. There's nothing oh, yeah. stopping them. Yeah. yeah like she did you, you could probably get away with a one or two off not saying for anybody to go and try it but think about it somebody could do it to you and probably get away with it if it was just their only one time they never did it again and like it makes sense you sign your life away yeah <laughs> but also... yeah, read those waivers everybody <laughs> read those waivers um i know we're kind of cutting it short but real quick if you think about it in misery uh, there are newspaper articles showing that that's why she's not a nurse anymore is because they mm. caught her doing so yeah, boom, it, it literally all just clicked in my head yeah the brief thing it shows the news article but it says Annie Wilkes and she got in trouble for uh, did, she said she had accidentally gave it to yeah but it killed a kid but she'd moved from hospital to hospital too the exact same thing the exact mm -hmm. same woman And she was putting him out of his misery. Ooh, literally. That was not supposed to be a play on words. She was, uh, you know, making it to where he couldn't move, giving him his little pills and stuff like that. Didn't she give him an injection at one point in time? Yes, she did. She yep. had the gun and the, uh, the needle in her hand. Yeah, so. Crazy. We've got a few more of those, but 
You're just going to have to keep tuning in to hear them, ladies and gentlemen, because yeah. that's the end of our list. That is rough, man. Ladies, gentlemen. Well, guys, this has been a very interesting work episode. Of a ghost. Um, I'm leaving you very depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, no, I don't know what to think intention. about that. Good Lord. Um, not the interviews. Any news that we want to go out on? Yes, sir. For anybody out there interested in horror news, today we have films that were released on today, March 31st. And I know I'm going to miss some good ones tomorrow because it keeps getting rubbed in my face every time I do this news. The the good movies I want to talk about are always the fucking day after. Anyways, today, March 31st, the movies that were released were The Hound of Baskerville in 1939, the movie The Ambulance in 1990, um, the Matrix was released in 1999. Not necessarily a horror movie, but we'll roll with it. We'll take what we can get. The movie what? Slither. Re- oh yeah, yeah. The movie movie Slither released in 19. I mean, uh, 2006 today. Yeah, 16 um, years ago, man. 16 yeah. years ago. I saw James Gunn posting about it today. Love it. But that takes him back. Bet it takes him back. Probably the the good old days. <laughs> Where he's not shooting superheroes at his ass every two seconds. Um, but the only other movie worth mentioning that was released today, March 31st, was in 2008. And that movie was called Autopsy. I've seen it. Um, not watched it, but I've, yeah, I've never seen it. No, I've not watched good. it. I've seen it but, and wanted to watch it. My bad. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, uh, it wasn't. I've seen it. It's not... Um, horrible. We do have one. It rem- it reminded me a lot of. I could go on a rant. Anyways, Fair we'll enough. we'll Fair get enough. on that. Yeah, but we have one mentionable birthday today, and that is Sir Christopher Walken, uh, which has done many film accolades. But the one that I'm going to mention is from Sleepy Hollow. But he was also in. Uh, Oh God! What was the Stephen King movie that he did, boys? Prophecy. Oh, Dead Zone. Dead Zone. Dead, Dead Zone. Oh, yeah, and Dead Prophecy. Zone. Okay, sir. Stephen, Wa- uh, not Stephen. Christopher Walken. <laughs> You're probably so old that now that you're Christopher sitting. So uh, happy Adam birthday Green, to you, by the good way. sir. Ad- Adam Green's birthday as well. Oh, Adam Green Hatchet. as well. I, I, f- I forgot oh, okay. to send that to you. My bad. There we go. There we go. Uh, as far as Halloween and horror news. It, officially, the Squid Game's official Halloween costumes have arrived for tw- arrived for 2022. The ones that look just like the masks for anybody that's interested. I'm reporting on everything here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel's no, Moon Knight released, and it opened up a whole new world into the MCU of monsters and mental illness that they have now brought into a factor in the MCU. So they're acknowledging mental illness. Um, Scream slasher ghostface comes to among us as a character uh, halloween yeah comes to among us as a character and also there is a halloween and party expo the dates have been announced for 2023 they're going to have a big expo where the halloween and costume association is going to have its own little gathering where you can come and check out all the upcoming costumes if you want to check out those dates you can find those on the halloween daily news website 
Um, check those out and see if you guys are interested in any of those tickets or anything of that nature. But uh, as of right now, that's all the Halloween news that I currently have. There is one thing I wanted to put out there, um, something that you missed, and I, it's kind of a big deal. Um, the Walking Dead finally wrapped production. Oh, yes, today. Yeah, that, that happened not too long ago, actually, a couple hours ago. Yeah. Today, they shot their last scene. Um, whether you like it, whether you hate it, whether you used to like it, love it, hate it, uh, it did 11 seasons, 177 episodes, uh, 12 years. Longest-running horror um, TV show that I'm aware of, right? Would mm. you say? Yeah. I would, I, yeah, I would. Assume. That's the only reason I put it out there is because I mean, like you said, love it or hate it, it's still kind of a big deal. And, oh, uh, it was a huge deal when it came out, and it was nobody thought that a zombie series was going to do what it did, and it damn sure did a lot. So congratulations to them for wrapping that up. Yes, congratulations to mainly, in my opinion, to Sir Greg Nicotero. Yeah, definitely. He's the fucking... man that's behind the fucking makeup, the magician right here. Anything else we want to go out on, boys? Other than that, no, I don't have anything. Uh, like, subscribe, uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We've got the summer of mystery and adventure coming. Stay tuned for that. This has been the Halloween 365 Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, stay spooky. Stay spooky.